back in on a special Saturday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. That's right, listeners. It's the Saturday Broncos Blitz podcast. Why? Well, because this Broncos game is so important this week. I thought since I had my guys here, Danny Bailey, uh, my guy Alo, who uh, brought um, us some burritos into the studio the other day, I felt like um, we needed to come through today with a big podcast. Because I think the Broncos' season, in terms of their playoff hopes, are on the line. And you're playing a Jets team that has been the second, the third biggest surprise of the NFL season. First biggest surprise, the New York Football Giants. Second biggest surprise, Broncos suck eggs. <laughs> no one saw it coming. Third biggest surprise is the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay, so um, how have the Jets done this? Um, can the Broncos handle the Jets tomorrow um, at home? Which, again, it's an essentially kind of a pick That line's going to move a little bit. But is the Broncos having to cover one and a half points? Right? Yes, correct. Yeah, Which and I is, think it was even higher before um, that. And, again, it's, I think people – I think they could kind of move a little bit. I'm not sure in what direction. I'd have to think about it a little bit more. But um, I'll start with saying I feel like the Broncos are due, and I don't think the, Jeffs, the Jets are as good as maybe um, the hype and the hotness. They have maybe the offensive and defensive rookies of the year in Brees Hall. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. And Sauce Gardner. Those guys are playing great. They got a head coach who looks the part with, like, the shaved head. What's his name? Slea? Yeah. Sala? 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 Robert Sala? Sala? Sala. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think Danny's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, he looks the part, man. Says the right things. I think it's tough enough to be a, a you know the football co- coach in New York and to be a football coach for the Jets. I think they're turning things around. I don't think the Jets are going to the playoffs. I think by the end of the season, they'll probably finish with eight or nine wins, be a really good story, and have tons of hype going into next season. I think the Broncos have a chance to get these guys and will beat the Jets. I'm looking at two guys here who I'm pretty sure are going to pick the Jets to win this game. Yeah. You're just going to say it right now you yeah, are? Yeah, it's about money. It's not about It ain't show love. friends. It's no, I, yeah. show business. I'm a Broncos town, too. I'm a diehard Broncos fan, yeah. but I'm also realistic. Yeah. And Danny Bailey, what are you, what are you thinking? You wanna... Well, since I think the Jets are going to win, I'm probably wrong. Okay. Reverse psychology. Is this yeah. reverse engineered I'm fading smack? myself. Okay. I'm fading You're myself. fading yourself? Yes. Interesting. Um, I'm just going to have a belief i'm just gonna believe it in my heart and if you believe it in your heart how how can you be wrong wrong? you can't well one of us is gonna be wrong because we both (laughs) believe it in our heart you believe it in your brain no in my heart and my pumping bloody heart is bigger than your brain no it's not damn it uh okay so i just i actually think the Broncos are going to win this game i think they're going to beat the jaguars as well again i just gave them two wins for you know based off of nothing out of nowhere yeah um you know what i mean uh that's all you did well i I just think that they find a way to, to if the broncos defense shows up which why would they not they've been great they just held a Chargers team that is a top five, six, seven offense in the league to 16 points in regulation. I think the Jets are going to be around that same number. They keep the Jets to around the same number. Yeah. I think the Broncos find a way to score 20 points. 
Yeah, well, the Broncos... And they uh, win the game, 2017-ish. I think this could be a game, and potentially against the Jaguars. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen in London, but um, Uh, they're playing young quarterbacks. Yes. They haven't really played a young quarterback all year. No. Besides Davis Mills, who they beat. Yes. But they haven't lost to a young quarterback. They've lost to guys who have been around, who know the league, who know how to play football. This defense is going to wreck defense. uh, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Yes. They'll make a big play or two, but um, on the flip side, they'll make a big mistake or two that will cost these two teams the games. That's just kind of my thought on a little bit. My thought is the Broncos are a little bit ahead of these teams, barely, and it's because of Russ. Wait, <laughs> no well, way. Say, it's against, well, it, you know, Russ hasn't done shit. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, but he used to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I think they're going to win. I'm not sure how. I think Latavius Murray is going to have, you know, 50 or 60 yards. I think you're going to need Melvin Gordon to rush for 30 or 40 or 50 yards and maybe catch a ball or two, to be honest with you. And hold on to the damn ball. Well, that's the biggest thing. But if you're going to, like, for everyone who's, like, kind of kicked him off the team or buried him or now he's the starter, they've talked and worked it out, now he's been back elevated or whatever, I don't, you know, I don't get it. But if the Broncos are going to turn around and turn this thing around and have success and make the playoffs, it's going to only and can only be with the help of Melvin Gordon. Okay, that's true. And that sounds twisted. But it's just the reality of it. So, um I think Dulcich brings a unique spark. He's big and athletic. Um, he can catch the ball. It looks like he has great hands. And, man, if he could block even just a little bit, well, they'll find a way to utilize him and create, you know, matchup problems, which those other guys aren't. And um, that's, a, that's a plus. That's a plus. And I just think they're due to score 20 points or 20, 23 points. And I don't think the Jets can against this defense. I don't That's know. That's it. The Broncos haven't scored more than 23 points this entire year, and the Jets have beat the Dolphins by 30. They beat the Jet- the Dolphins by 30? 40 to 17. Eek. In Miami. Yeah, but that was everything went wrong game against, who was that against? Skyler Thompson? Was it Tua? It was Tua, yeah. It no, was that was who got his head cracked, though, that game. Oh, that was the game he got his head cracked? I would assume. No, I don't no? think it is. I honestly, I don't think it was. I'm not sure, but I just think the Jets are for real this year. And the Why? Why not. would you think they're for real? Just like that, overnight? I mean, I've been watching them. They play. They go blow for blow with every. They just took down the Packers mightily. They just went and walked up and down the field against Aaron Rodgers the entire fourth quarter of that game and won by two touchdowns in Lambeau. And that was Rodgers- a Skylar Thompson game in Miami. Okay. But, I, I'm, I mean, I agree this – Jets offense has been pretty impressive, but they haven't played a defense like the Broncos defense, which is all, which I'm fooling myself again, thinking that it's going to make that much of a difference, but that's how good this Broncos defense is that I think it really will make a difference. Um, Yeah. They, the Broncos offense, like flat out, they just have to score and not being able to get in the end zone is why teams end up two and four in the NFL after six weeks because you can't get in the damn end zone. 
And Three and four is not that bad. <laughs> and the Jets, after watching them, they're not really a, a pass-happy team. They like to run the ball, and they have two yeah. or three really good running they backs. They and they yeah, also Michael have a, Carter a mobile and, quarterback. And their defense is pretty good. Hall. Their quarterback's yeah. just doing a little bit of enough. And their play calling, I have to admit, does not look bad. They make some damn good I calls. I would say they'll we, what we've called the NFL law of, law of averages around here, it's uh, – um, you think this is a well, time where the Joe Broncos ascend to Irvin, the median yeah, and yeah, the Jets I think it's descend a, to the median? It's a bit of, a, as Irvin Joe would say, a trap game for the Jets. I believe that. I can it's see that It's a trap happening. game for the Jets. I, I think hope. it's a trap game for the Broncos. <laughs> I hope. No. <laughs> I hate to agree, but he's right. They're playing the Jets. They're about to go to London. A trap game for the Broncos. <laughs> No, I don't think it's a trap game for the Broncos. I think that you're going to get a desperate Broncos team. And okay. there's still some talent on this roster. This defense is really good, and maybe against a young quarterback and a Jets team that's really young will make a you know big you know seven-point swing and take a little bit of pressure off of the offense, um, let them run the ball, commit to running the ball. Um, again, there's going to be, even if it, on accident, a couple games the Broncos scored. 27, 28, 30 points, you know, maybe even with the defense's help a couple times. But, you know, it's coming. It'll come sooner or later. They're not, uh, you know, they're not a total poop team, the Broncos. It's just they're in a bad way right now. And it could be the wrong combination of players, the wrong play caller, um, the wrong quarterback. I don't want it to be that. I don't think it's that. It could be lots of different things. But um, no one thinks that they're not talented enough to win games. They can. How do they win those games? That's for Nathaniel Hackett to find a way to figure out and Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's what um, the problem is. Yeah. So, okay, um, let's talk about what we see going on inside of this game. Maybe it'll help make some bets on Maverick. Yeah. Um, the Maverick Sportsbook app, totally wicked app. Love those guys. Um, if you're not signed up, go take advantage yeah, deposit hundred bucks. They're going to match it up to three hundred bucks. And I saw somewhere online up to seven hundred fifty bucks. But kind of our deal we got with them on the Broncos Blitz podcast, we say three hundred bucks until further, you know, notified, which is a lot. So um, whether you got three hundred bucks or whether you got just fifty bucks, go have a match it, play off that, win money, take their money, and then um, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. But there's a lot of winning tickets I see all the time, all the time. And I like the Maverick Sports app myself personally. Um, easy to deposit, very easy to withdraw my money, get my money in my account quick. Um, I like them a lot. I, I think you guys will too. But um, who do you see in this game scoring a touchdown? I like Brees Hall to be a touchdown scorer for the Jets at some point. And I think I like Latavius Murray being a touchdown scorer, too. Do you see anyone other than a running back in this game scoring a touchdown? Mm, Braxton Barrios, wide receiver, because he'll get an end around. They pitch it to him a lot, and he's a kick returner, punt returner as well. Good point. Okay. So you got three options for him to get to a touchdown. Interesting. I like that's probably some killer value and number on him. Um what about Russell I Wilson tucking one and running the corner of the end zone himself? You don't even in. know if he's going to play. He's questionable, and because of the state of the Broncos, there's a slight chance Rippin might start just because. I think there's no way he doesn't play. I would stay away from prop bets along with Bill Wilson under or over just in case he doesn't play. They'll void him if he doesn't. I think K.J. Hamler yeah, hasn't gotten in the end zone yet. Burner, 
They're they're good, very their well. Best, their best defenders are going to be focused on Cortland, Jerry, Dulcich. The number, I think Hamler's going to have a chance to get behind them. So you like Hamler over twenty eight ish yards, something like that. I like him be, to score a touchdown. Yeah, because once he hasn't you get scored to him one yet. at uh, forty but yeah, yards, probably. And 50 I mean, yards. that's one play. It's one play. It is one play. Yeah. So if you even like him at forty or fifty yards, then we're talking about big plus money. That's how you create these For parlays sure. that pay. You know, twenty five dollars pays out five or six or seven hundred dollars when you start putting two or three. You know, legs of these things um, together. Um, okay. Zach Wilson. What is he doing in this game? He's going to throw for at least 200 yards. Is he? Because that's a number where you can, if he does, you know, add that to your parlay, alter that, that down from 234 to 200 and still make money off of it. Uh, you believe that? So oh, you yeah. believe that they'll be able to throw on this defense a little bit and not well, run, or vice versa? I think, think they're going to be able to do both, but but the passing yards being 200, you have four quarters of football to achieve that mark, which isn't really a lot of passing yards. For no, the, it's not crazy. Yeah. yeah. So if it's in the 230, 240 mark, I might stay away from it, but if it's in the low 200s or the high 190s, I would probably take a look at it. Yeah, and I think that another good one with Zach Wilson is for him to throw a pick. I yes, mean, definitely. Pat Sertan has the most passes defensed on the team and has yet to get an interception. This, I think this is the week that changes. So I like Pat Sertan to pick off Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know if you're feeling frisky, bet Pat Sertan to score a touchdown. <laughs> um, that'd be wild. I would bet both quarterbacks throw at least one pick yeah, in this game. Both I, I think Between that's Falls fair. Gardner and Sertan mm-hmm. and the state of old teams, yeah, there's going to be at least two picks thrown. Okay, I think Russ plays in this game no matter what. It's the kind of guy he is, whether you think his injury is more severe or not. You know, like, not you, but, like, someone else who thinks he's kind of dogging it or whatever. He, you know, had a pretty wicked Ironman streak going for a long time. He's only missed a few games in his entire career, so I think he finds a way to play. Um, if the Russ throws, through t- throws two touchdowns in this game, the Broncos will score in the 20s, and they'll win this game maybe kind of handily, I think. But he throws one touchdown and goes – 20 for, you know, 38 for barely 200 yards and all that. It won't be productive enough. It's not going to be productive enough. So I don't know if that's on the play calling. I don't know if that's on him just having to find a way to throw that second touchdown. That second touchdown is the key because, you know, they're going to find two or three more field goals in there, and then maybe the defense um, chips in with one, too. So now we're talking going from 20 to 27 or something like that. So a lot of ifs there. Talked about all the ifs. Um and they just need it really bad. So that's what not what anybody's talking about enough this whole week and leading up to this game is how desperate the Broncos are. Two and four is almost like 0 oh and three Raiders kind of desperation. Yes, definitely. The Jets are probably feeling good about themselves, riding high. Young guys who um, might start thinking, damn, this thing's, this, this thing's easy. Well, the Broncos' defense is going to show the Jets how hard it is to be able to uh, score points on a real good defense. And it's Russell Wilson still. I don't know what kind of rust this is or what kind of rust is left. You can't take away a second fastest guy in NFL history to 300 touchdowns. It's all in the past. Like last year. Yeah, that's that's past Russell Wilson. We have not seen... Present Russell Wilson is not as good as past Russell Wilson. That's just the facts. He made about three to four passes the entire season that looked like old Russell Wilson. Just passes, not uh, games. No, I think each game there's been one or two. But in the in the past, 
the whole game he looks great. He's throwing yeah. the ball down the field, manipulating little that's the problem. RPO game, trickeration, um, slippery. Russ used to make it look easy, and now it's looking really hard. If he just hits open receivers, yeah. he'll make it look easy again. I don't know if it's as bad as everyone's been saying. Like it it's is. Not, it's pretty bad. It was <laughs> when you missed KJ Hamler for a game. When you have in, uh, that is true. But other than that. When you have internet trolls making memes repeatedly week after week of Wilson missing wide, wide open receivers. Every week, different game, there's a meme saying, is Russell Wilson actually blind? Because there's a guy right in front of him, and he's looking away, and this, there's not a defender within five yards in a professional football game. It's not college football where the guys are always have space. He's um, not there. To, I don't know what it is, but he's not there this year. Mentally, physically, he's just not there. Um, get right game. He needs a get right game, and if Thomas he can do that, like then maybe he'll figure it out. Thomas not look good either. Yeah, significantly older. Aaron Rodgers not look significantly good. older. Herbert does not look good. Hurt. Kyler does not look good. Overrated. <laughs> well, that's I can do it young. all day. That's yeah. <laughs> that's two youngs and two olds, and Russ is somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah, might be the, he might be the worst of those four. I put him above Kyler, I guess. Uh, Ooh. Well, he won a Super Bowl, but that's <laughs> just because he's it. like a little bit taller. That's making me feel a little bit better about myself. Okay. Um, that's kind of it for the podcast. A little mini Saturday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, Alo and Danny Bailey in hanging out. What's your guys' Twitter? I'm at D Bailey5280. Um, there will be some sad Nuggets tweets, there will be some disgusted Broncos tweets, but yeah. not this Sunday. This Sunday, it will be happy tweets well, about the Broncos. Because they're going to go up 10-0 to again and then just keep cruising to a 20-10 to victory. Exactly. My Twitter handle is Aaron303. Okay. It's easy. Yeah, enough. simple. That is, I like it. That's easy enough. Okay, I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for ch- uh, checking in on the pat- uh, podcast, whether you just kind of stumbled upon it on accident or you're a, a regular listener. Do it every single day. Well, we do five podcasts a week. And we do the radio show every day from 10 to noon at MileHighSports.com or at Radio 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Shout out Total Beverage, partner in the podcast as well. They'll deliver to you um, their prices. Go, you know, shop shop around. You'll see pretty quick how different they are and kind of uh, the vibe you get, how helpful their, um, their people are. If you're trying to figure something out for a party or looking for something real specific you can't find, they have it. Um, let them help you find it. Um, Platte River Mortgage as well. Sean Sedita, that brand has been around for two decades. Uh, an absolute class act. Bought my house with him. My brother bought his house with him. Uh, our guy Nate Lundy is uh, the you know boss of Mile High Sports is working with Sean. I mean, like literally, um, we've had tons of people who we have relationships who have relationships with Sean because he does a great job. Never, I mean, this guy's a class act. Um, You'll feel it, and you'll hear it right away from talking to him. You should call those guys and see what they have to do. He could do for you as well. That's it. That's Broncos Blitz Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Go Broncos. Good luck. Uh, Broncos, good luck to you guys. Um, and um, Are betting? Yeah, we're yeah your bets. Um, and then, like, the emotional, you know, <laughs> grind of these Broncos yeah, games. We're all going to need it. I know. We can come out on the other side of a winner here against the Jets. They'll, again, how do you change perception and change your reputation a little bit by going and doing something different, something big? Um, let's go, Broncos. I highly suggest you go buy Total Beverage and stock ups <laughs> just in case it's going to be a long day or if you think we're going to win so you can celebrate, but stop by Total Beverage and get your stuff ready. Sounds like a true whiskey drinker. 
Yeah, got to drink away your sorrows somehow. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys out there. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Sierra.